Alright. Uh, so welcome to another episode of the Casually Serious podcast with Fazil and Abhinav. And today we have with us a very, very, very special guest, a very good friend of the both of us, uh, mine and Fazil's. And I think he he was a classmate of ours from like sixth to twelfth grade in various grades between sixth to twelfth grade. So like we knew each other through our embarrassing days and as well as now becoming adults. I think. Yeah, not to define ourselves as adults because we are still living with our parents right now. But <laughs> I think just before we began this podcast, we had a couple of uh, interesting, interesting memories of each other. Share mm-hmm. like we were just sharing uh, how how we've changed with time. How we grew. Like how yeah. we were reminded of several different people coming and going from our in our lives and being our classmates and. how they have changed in their life how, how what are the what are the kind of things they are pursuing yeah. so yeah i'm excited to have a i'm excited to have pranav man i think uh, uh, i think shortly i'll discuss why i wanted to bring in pranav and this was more like yeah i think before i begin discussing that uh, fazil what do you think about this yeah <laughs> yeah first of all uh, thanks pranav for accepting our yeah. invitation yeah, it, was, it was a pleasure Yeah, and congratulations <laughs> for your uh, driving license. I recently or you yes, got a driving you, license. Thank you. Thank you. Recent achievements. Recent <laughs> and only achievements of uh, in the last few years. Yes, I think it's been a lockdown achievement for me and you because even I got my license in lockdown only. Oh, nice, nice. Congratulations. Yeah. We should uh-huh. should go on a so, trip sometime. The interesting thing is we got a driving license within three months, and I'm like, wow, I'm pretty yeah. impressive. I, I got my I driving think, license. I think massive in... credits to the trainer. Massive credits to the trainer. I don't think I would have got it with. He was a nice guy. Shout out to the trainer. Shout out to the trainer. Yeah, like he wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't put pressure on me at any point. So I feel. Achha. I don't think I don't do that well under pressure. Like. Okay. At least okay. when someone's watching you like that. Right. But yeah, how was the experience for you? How was the journey? It was good. It was good. Right. Anyway, moving on. I think uh, I wanted to. I think shortly before uh, we, shortly before even short, like from the inception of our podcast, I think there was a lot of there was a lot of industry put in with who all guests we wanted to invite, and right. uh, among the first people from we wanted to invite one from each of our colleges, from Fazal's and mine, my, my own college, and then one. Beginning from our own, from where we grew up all together, and the first person I had in mind was Pranav Joshi, and I'm like, uh, even Fazal was Im- immediately just excited, saying, "Ha, bhai, matlab ek baar matlab pooch lena. If he says okay, then it's great because like we got a lot of no's as well. A lot of yeah, people yeah. told no to us, so uh, getting a yes out of the blue, the even was pretty impressive as well. So we were excited that he said yes. Okay, yeah. but the point is. Um, I remember growing up. I looked up to Pranav, even though we were in the same age. I think everybody who knows Pranav would probably share his ideal about Pranav being the most meticulous and the most hardworking guy. If you remember mm-hmm. Fazil, like he's the most. Uh, he gets snappy about things, even if uh, th- if things aren't in system. Aren't in system, and he's like that meticulous person. <laughs> I would I would like to point out there was a point in I think tenth when me and Abhinav used to go to the same tuitions and Abhinav stopped after the like I think he figured out like he figured out his own way of doing it what I used to need you know sort of guidance for but uh, and I think there was a there was one exam where I remember particularly I think it was the first like uh, 
mid mid semester mid term exam in uh, 10th where i didn't do so well like i didn't do so well compared to what i should have done or how much i had prepared and mm-hmm. there was this one comment avinav had made like i have thought you would have done better and that point i had decided like damn like at, like somebody had some expectations for me and i didn't reach those and uh, yeah, i was pretty happy with that result and that's when i thought that if others are having expectations i might as well have expectations for myself yes like higher expectations for myself i think wow. a better way to put that was we were not only competitive with each other but we had that respect with between us that you know uh, like um it was not the toxic competition between us but we were equally selfish for each other's benefits as well benefit for like trying yeah. to improve our grade and all i think i could have sh- i shared a lot of that during our sat exam preparation and see we are coming oman is a small country and i mentioned this before as well and within oman and muscat is an even small city smaller city mm. right the point is um for us sat exam and board exam meant everything it was like <laughs> it was like an ias exam for I mean, us for, for, for our scope right. it was uh, it was quite a lot for our yeah. scope for our limited dreams it was quite a quite an impressive feat if you if you nailed the sat exam and all because we remember if you remember we had these uh, icons in our head like you mentioned this one person called anirudha if he watches this video yeah. it's impressive he would be happy if he sees it yeah i know he was one person i had in mind i had i have a couple of more people in mind who i just purely looked up to and you know thinking ki yeah i need to i need to model my high school according to the way they have achieved things right, right. I, everybody has someone like that or the other like even fazal has anirudh abhinav abhinav was abhinav was that person and this sort of idol thing he always had it since grade 6 onwards in fact he always yeah, used like, to he used to say ki you know there's this person in my building and he does this very impressive thing and i want to do something like that and then and he kept following yeah. that it's not something that kept changing day by day you know and that is something it's impressive because it keeps pushing you to work further harder yeah. and and i remember my i never <laughs> i never had any idols <laughs> so i never followed anyone theek hai but it was always impressive to see that uh, abhinav and then there were few other people also that it's pranav's know, podcast okay it's not me <laughs> yeah yeah i know but no, then no, i no, remember it it goes it goes hand in hand i mean we had the same mentality at least when it came to yeah. what we wanted to achieve and how we wanted to achieve it huh. yeah that's what it's like we were contemporaries at the same time but we were like equally concerned for each other's result i yeah. remember it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't the ugly competition it was yeah right and it's like see i still remember i think uh, in in our class in in our class 12 uh, me and pranav we never attended any, i never attended any exam but he was at least attending the exam i knew i'd fail either way it was but, it was just for name sake uh, i used to enjoy filling the omr sheet so i used to just go there and chill for 3 hours i remember us both getting 5 out of 17 in chemistry and uh, us uh, discussing between us we were thinking uh, bro now how will we do board exam we are getting five over here <laughs> it was a conscious decision at that point uh, to yeah. not focus to on uh, the school exams which didn't matter and yeah. to focus on sat but uh, being the first time scoring so low like half scored low but not so low like 
and seeing those marks is just little concerning initially like yeah. even though we hadn't we knew we hadn't prepared it was still quite a shock right yeah anyway i think moving on uh, i haven't addressed why we wanted to invite you i think um a part of us really like each person like i mentioned we are we were contemporaries and we were equally concerned for each other's success and uh you know trying to push ourselves like we had that we had that pep buddy between us right like we had that thing going between us ki yes yeah um see like if there's always you know push yourself it's okay you can work harder there's a we had that thing ki there's a virtue in pain and all that we had those ideals between us right and uh, and there's this those ideals which you can only discuss with couple of people because the other people yeah. any yeah. other people if you discuss they'll be like ye kya hai sankhi hai kya hai they'll either be, either like, they don't either they don't uh, relate with it or they they get yeah. freaked out or weirded out like about you know certain thoughts or yeah yeah exactly and and i wish uh, in retrospect we had somebody from our juniors whom we could have shared those ideals with right at least not saying we we had achieved anything in our life but then whatever a little bit uh, that we like to consider no and uh, we looked up to people and it was this it was this nice feeling thinking that some day somebody might look up to us and yeah. that was what we didn't get <laughs> especially because which, uh, which we'll get i don't which know whether it was the juniors eventually. whether it was the juniors who didn't uh, get in touch or it was us who didn't get in touch also it could be like they uh, their admissions happened during covid times and it was not yeah. exactly easy to get in touch and every full but you see it's do you see it's like um, when you look up to someone right it's not like they'll text you and tell you hey listen buddy i'm getting inspired by you so i'll be in contact with you and now it's not like that right whatever they do it's a little it's always a little secretive i'm sure like some of the people that you might have looked up to or someone that, that's what i hope, that's what I hope that there is somebody yeah <laughs> hope that there is somebody yeah so yeah i think uh, one question uh, now that i was reminded of this like i mentioned oman is a small country and within oman muscat we've been living in muscat it's a very small city what were your uh, i think um, we had a couple of interesting takes in the way we were brought up in oman right i remember you like you grew up a part of your life you were in egypt and because your your dad was there and then after that you came back to uh, like you lived in couple of countries in middle east and then you finally settled in oman and you were like one brought up in oman i think what what worked for us in oman i think we have a very similar opinion about this and uh the crux of this podcast is going to be what really worked for us in oman the culture shock that we faced was different in india we can accept that <laughs> but what really worked for us in oman like that really yeah. was we were able to benefit back once we went back to india yeah but pranav before before we address that question first tell us tell all of us where are you studying right now what are you yeah. doing what branch are you doing yeah um i'm studying in uh, nit trichy right now uh, doing mechanical mm-hmm. engineering mm-hmm. and i mean i say i'm doing mechanical engineering but i i don't actually know what i'm doing but hopefully we'll figure it out in the future <laughs> that's just that is just pranav being sweet this is how he he's was modest, in the is remarkably yeah. modest yeah <laughs> yeah but go ahead yeah. go ahead and that's it uh, for me if you if you want to know about my college life it's uh, pretty much uh, hectic uh, because of i know i like playing football and i'm in the right. team so it's practices and classes and labs and it's pretty hectic there's no 
there's mm. nothing other than running between classes and practice it's right right continuous cycle right and how was yeah. like now that abhinav uh, initiated with a question of the culture that came in like the difference of the culture that was here in oman and muscat plus yeah. uh, the culture that you felt there the culture shock that you felt once you going there first of all did you even feel a culture shock or were you able to gel very nicely with people or was it easier for you no, did it um, was it a process or how was it gelling with the people i think was not so much of an issue if you leave out couple of incidents of that i think like misunderstandings and a few arguments here and there happen with people but right. as such culture shock i didn't have it was more of the the people and the competitiveness that i noticed over there i think cultural shock i think abhinav felt that much more than i did because um, okay i talked to him and delhi was uh, a much like it seemed like a more drastic cultural shock for him compared to how i had it but the competitiveness i felt was huge like i think muskat being so small and um, it was it was pretty limited it was like living in a bubble and you move yeah. out of that bubble and you get to know the competition and how people actually slog and study it's and hard. it's hard just being knowing that you were a topper all your life and then udhar ja ke yeah when you notice that when you notice that you were like like ranking wise at least i wouldn't uh, i don't think exams compare intellect but uh, at least uh, studies academics wise when you were in top 15 20 as uh, school ended and you go and you notice you're in the bottom 15 20 in the class that's when life hits you and it was i mean i would say that was one of my recent rock bottoms like when right. i was in college realizing that pretty much at the bottom of the class so i can say like r- r- not a cultural shock but an academic shock was quite was quite strong academic shock definitely definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, but then also coming from oman to um, to nit trichy now that is it what are some things that you were like oh good this thing happened in oman and this is something yeah. that taught me in advance to be prepared for for this for this college or something uh, the main thing i noticed was how people uh, it's not a bad thing uh, but people usually stick to their communities like there's a lot of uh, there are groups and for celebrating festivals and for various things like people hang out with uh, their uh, people from the same state speaking the same language and that segregation is a lot of that is there in college like you'll see the people from kerala hanging out together maharashtrians have noticed me being a maharashtrian i've noticed they hang out together but that one thing about muskat was that i have met people from all over india like since i was like i think 5 or 6 years old since i in came to yeah. oman yeah. yeah so for me going there and having friends like having gujarati friends rajasthani friends to south indians uh, to even uh, like assam meghalaya it wasn't so much of a task for me while other people found it very difficult because they had been living in the same state talking yeah. they people can uh, prefer conversing in their mother tongue and talking to friends while for me it was english most of the time and that was one good thing i felt that i could connect with people and i didn't find it yeah. uh, awkward talking to i think people from different i think in retrospect it was more like um, we were more inviting to other people from coming from other cultures right yeah we were inviting and i think and, i would have been, yeah 
I got comfortable with them like much faster than they did with other people. Their own, yeah. Correct, correct. Mm, right. Basically, I think uh, now that I know that you're you're doing some uh, like you are involved in a lot of events and trying to handle a lot of events in NIDTC, I realized that I think that communication aspect of being uh, <laughs> like, however limited in in ISM, you were able to. You were able to leverage that to your benefit and do things and and I did. It was limited in ISM, but uh, overall, it prepared you to handle that and communication and the other soft skills like uh, managing people was. Uh, I don't think it gets enough credit. How much? Um, how much? How much our environment helped us to environment in Muscat helped us to prepare for that. It's important to address that you were a blue house guy. You were like the guy behind blue house, like everything from eighth grade, from sixth grade or fifth grade or something. You've been a part of every event of blue house and how to handle the blue house thing. Yeah. yeah by the way, blue house for for people who don't know, blue house is a it's a group of students yeah. like that. We have uh, four houses. Blue house is one of blue house is one of them, which Pranav was like a spokesperson of a blue house almost. Yeah. So. Even even though he might he might not be the uh, captain or something, he had the badge inside of him rather than having on his on on the t-shirt or something like that. So <laughs> I, I I still remember how he was concerned uh, about the team Blue House team winning and everything. But yeah, uh, 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 talking about people management, like it brings back memories when me and Fazil had single-handedly. Uh, Manage the entire Jhankar spectrum, which is like a cultural uh, this thing. It's a cultural, right. it's a cultural uh, fest in ISM. Yeah, yeah, where people from different schools are invited, and it's a competition for like two like days. And I remember yeah. Fazal and me had uh, managed the entire food section, which was in the basement, yeah. like yeah. Uh, directing <laughs> people and sure. making sure there wasn't any crowding, and that that was one like really nice memory with Fazal, which I have. Yeah, that was. Uh... Do you mean that was the only memory with Fazal that you had? <laughs> I mean, recently we we've met up, so we are uh, building on it. We are building. Yeah, on yeah, it. but the, but that that was one. That was one with exclusively Fazal. Yes, but and that was the experience. That was one of the experiences we learned quite a lot, actually. Yeah, these small small things helped a lot. Like, yeah, you like you, you realize you can't draw a direct link. To use. Yeah, you can't draw a direct link from about like from that event to what it taught me, but. Huh. Somewhere along the lines, unspoken things, um, they helped uh, develop soft skills. Yeah, right. Like like those yeah. like events like those or experiences like those. It's not like you you had that experience today and tomorrow now you're already putting into use. But it eventually yeah. helps you into down the like... line five ten years later. <laughs> yeah, five ten years later. But then, uh, just generally, how is it going for you in the college? And was is it comfortable for you? Or are you having a struggle time? Are you doing good in college? How has lockdown affected college? Initially, it was as I mentioned, the academic shock was there, but I learned to cope up with it and realize that you can't always be on top, and there will be people who are, mm-hmm. and there will be people who are putting more effort than you. And with my time, like me, prioritizing uh, football over a part of the study time because practices you have to give. time right. uh, i realized that the, the results are going to be in proportion and there are people who are putting in more time and will obviously get more deserved results uh, but other than that i think like 
off late before quarantine happened uh, off late i had started to settle in and get used to it uh-huh. and if you ask how this is affected in terms of academics it's been going great because the by hearting part is removed out of the equation absolutely uh, yeah that part like since has all have become open book assignment open book tests it's been much better so the grades have also 15. gone up So you, you no, I wouldn't say top fifteen. <laughs> I wouldn't say top fifteen. I'm mid range. Right. Nice. So you've completed two years of your uh, course right now, right? Out yeah. of the four years. Hopefully, I mean, fourth semester results are not yet out. Acha. Okay. And uh, so I know you said that you're doing mechanical engineering, but um, what are some of your uh, goals after you finish this particular mechanical engineering course? Uh, well. goals as in i am planning to do hires for sure but a specialization in hires is still being decided because i mean uh, the syllabus from nit trichy is quite traditional and the first three semesters go in a lot of common subjects and you don't really get to know your de- uh, department or your branch as such like since fourth semester the core subjects have slowly been starting so in terms of mechanical i haven't decided what exactly but that is still that is being decided along the way one right. question uh, when you mentioned traditional what do you mean by traditional syllabus i think uh, what makes it uh, in in like it's what makes it slightly back in your opinion now traditional i'm saying this based on um, comparing it with triple it because i've heard a lot from abhinav uh, starting with they had core subjects way more core subjects and stuff related to the department from the first year itself while i was yeah. having the traditional in the sense we had the common physics chemistry maths yeah the well, yeah. it for the first year almost everyone has common syllabus like right. you aren't learning anything separately in departments like if yeah. even if i sit in another department's class it's not going to affect my education in first year Yeah, 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 I, I think, think same is the case. same is the case in the US as well in the states where the first year is almost common to most students, and I think the major reason to that is because a lot of people change their mind to shift to another stream or another mm. uh, bracket almost, and that's why they keep it common. Is that also the reason why it is same for you? like the core subjects are similar for you in your college? Or no, I don't think internal shifting of uh, branches is not that much of a thing. so people right. some people try it but yeah. i think it's just a matter of uh, a time before they update the courses uh, the how the courses are planned but as of now it's not been updated i can say it because i know from abhinav's triple it experience and another friend of mine who is in vit i noticed that their uh, syllabus was much more updated and okay this first year common subjects was not a thing for them Oh okay. Yeah, this it, I think uh, mine to address that it's because my college is a very unidimensional university. It's completely ruthlessly to put it in right words focused mm-hmm. into computer science, right? And NIT is more of a university because mine is not a university, it's still an institute. NIT despite having the institute in the between, it's still a university because you are getting offered humanities courses, you're getting offered so many different uh right. wide range Things right, so I think uh, trying to stick middle ground is going to be hard there. So 
Uh, yeah, it's it's not, it's not their fault. It's very difficult to bring about changes in syllabus, at least such drastic changes. Yeah. So well, well, I think it's hard to reinvent the wheel all to all the way again. Yeah. So I think, चलने दो चलती का नाम गाड़ी हो गया वो. I mean, uh, any change, like no change is welcomed. Most of the time, there is always going to be somebody against it. So. Right. But also, is, I feel that, like that's the changes. That's another reason. yeah but also i feel like yeah, the changes that like in in terms of syllabus or course right i think because nit is such a it's a huge chain of colleges right and where i can say triple it has what one or two branches right and my university more has like that, one but, branch yeah the more famously known ones are hyderabad delhi yeah yeah i yeah. mean to be honest if you ask me for a third one i mean i'm not sure <laughs> right right even i even i'm not known about but i think nit has such a huge um, chain of colleges in different states of india that changing a particular course could affect like the other courses in different states or something like that maybe that could be one of yeah, the yeah yeah it's it's again governed by uh, and i wouldn't say governed by the same body but if one uh, college changes their syllabus it becomes uh, there are colleges who try to maintain the same level of syllabus and the same right. subjects to try and offer the same quality of education so yeah everyone would have to do it at the same time Right. Acha, tell me this one thing. All uh, right, we were all in school back in eleventh and twelfth, right? And uh, we all were asking each other where where we, where do we plan to go after twelfth, right? And for us, actually, at least for Indians, okay, it was a little different for us because uh, when we said a particular college, let's say for NIT, let's just take an example of NIT, right? We never said we wanted to go to the specific states of like those specific branches of NIT. Right, like let's say NIT Trichy or NIT Surat or whatever, right? And uh, not in the other parts of the India where we are like, "Arey, mm. we don't want to reach there. We want to go to the best NIT schools." So, give us a little um, insight on how does a place affect wow. a college? You know how choosing that particular place could affect the same school, but in a different place could affect your studies or something. I wanted to ask. Um, now that puzzle asked a very nice question, I wanted to ask one more question. What What I wanted to ask was, there was this uh, there was this mental pressure that yes, you have to get a very good NIT back in our school. If you remember, They're like yes, if you if you are aiming for India, it's it goes without saying, you apply for these set number of colleges. Otherwise, you're a loser if you apply for any. You know those colleges. I'm not going to name those colleges. Otherwise, yeah, but it was it was I think a bad notion and. it was it sh- like we shouldn't have assumed it uh, based on stories we had heard right yeah but again coming back to the question how does location affect the choice yeah. of the choice of the the same college the same brand but a, a location matters a lot in picking up a college how yeah. does location that- affects hugely like i uh, not for the podcast purpose but the number of talks me and abhinav have had i have drawn a lot of comparisons and conclusions from it so yeah. i'll be taking that same example again um, yeah go ahead like delhi for i think abhinav's college is not isolated it's like in the middle of the city and you have to traverse meet with people be a part of be a part of delhi to right. uh, when you're studying there but for me on the other hand i leave the co- campus i think i guess once a month because my campus is about 23 to 24 kilometers away from the city mm-hmm. and there's like, it's like forests and fields in between and there is nothing it's almost 
there's like no uh, people living on the way and there's no shops nothing so it's either the city or the college and since it's such a like by going by bus takes about 1 hour so such a tedious thing prefer not to since everything is available you said you said there are no shops or any like a departmental store i heard there are like... buffaloes running all the time yeah yeah no no i'm saying there were no <laughs> shops along like in between like no place you can stop in between so it's either right. the city or campus on campus we have a shopping complex and everything that you need paid canteens oh, nice. they have dhabas around college but hospital no that's why you don't have to leave the college area like within 1 right. kilometer you have everything Oh, so for me for me location didn't matter you put this campus in the middle of africa and it won't matter because i wouldn't know what's going on in the outside world to be honest covid was we didn't know the extent to which it had happened in the rest of the world staying in trichy and being it uh, being a exam time that time we weren't updated wasn't we weren't keeping track of the news and mm-hmm. i think when lockdown started in few places that's when we got to know that stuff is really serious till then we thought it was just a just a thing that's going to come by and yeah it won't touch your place you're yeah, very yeah. disconnected for me i'm very disconnected with the world when i'm in college it's just it's like another small bubble over there you don't was have to interact you, with them. was it how you framed yourself into or was was it the entire campus that frames every other student who gets into your will I wouldn't say everybody there are there are day scholars my roommate Govind uh, he his uh, uh his mother and his brother live in Trichy uh, so okay. he yeah. he keeps coming and going so and there are a few people who visit the city quite a lot but right. I would say 80 to 85% it's isolated from the city it's nice. just campus so it's worth noting Tiruchirappalli or Trichy um is like the most cleanest city in india if i am not wrong i was just remembering yeah it's that. yeah yeah and on campus also it's it's a very simple life like uh motorized vehicles are not allowed so everyone's roaming around on cycles or walking and Ooh. in terms of that if you look at it you have those um, concepts i mean this is a very bad comparison to draw i don't mean to uh trash on the other rest of the world but it's like those safe zones in zombie movies where you're disconnected from the world there is boundaries and everything inside is uh it's a simple life yeah i just want to say i just want to say pranav called all of us zombies he's the only <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't mean to i didn't mean to i'm just saying in terms of being disconnected it's that way uh, no other but, way but you said it. you you mean to say that all of these things helped you in a way right for your like yeah, yeah it you? is good it is good yeah. i I don't I don't know how well I would have done with a lot more distractions at my college been in the city. Right. Trichy in that way entertainment there is nothing. Like for me at least cinemas are also not an option because I don't understand Tamil. And right. uh, but other than that like if you talk about entertainment as like you know bowling alleys and skating and you know the general entertainment arcades right. and stuff. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a thing for me so it helps you focus if you want to yeah you talked about um, not watching movies or cinema because tamil is the main spoken language there was that something like a like a barrier that came in between your language or was it like english was good enough to keep in contact with most people there no uh, most of the people know english the only times i felt the lack was when i was in the city like i say we don't go a lot but like uh-huh. per semester like in 3 months 
like five six times we end up going for eating and you know if you need to buy something that's not available on campus like clothes right. uh, there were a couple of times where i did find it difficult like i bought shoes once and they broke the next day okay uh, the football <laughs> shoes and i had to get them replaced with uh, i think a person who was like um, two to three years elder than me he was handling mm-hmm. the shop and he had no clue um, how to speak english or hindi and i had right. i didn't know anything about uh, tamil so but i did manage like i did manage to get them exchanged that is huh. one thing i tell a lot of people like i count it as an achievement getting those exchanged <laughs> and bargaining with him and getting it done it's okay. not that much of an issue right do you know any word Manager. in tamil or something any word in tamil no i mean whatever few phrases that i knew have faded over the past one and a half year because i yeah. haven't been around people Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask something. Okay, is this true? Uh, like buffalo running around in Tichy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very true. Uh, my house, like my hostel room, is facing like it's our campus is basically a forest. In between, you'll find like you can't see all the buildings at any one point. You will have to know where the building is to go there. So it's like in between, lot of patches where there is just forest, and there's I think hundred and twenty buffaloes and. cows together in the campus so like you're studying one afternoon uh, you're completing journal or something windows are open i can see like there's trees like this basically like forest view for me i'm on the ground floor and like buffalo is just running past peacocks running past snakes are there it's it's like yeah that nature factor is also there it's very close so basically you're studying in a wildlife sanctuary is that what you're saying almost almost like that <laughs> and we are we almost. are the zombies outside the world I mean, on the way to the mess and all, we have seen snakes, so it's right. It's uh-huh. Quite the life, yeah, yeah. But but okay, now that you said about all this, is it like safe living in a dorm room? I knew, I knew, I knew this other friend of yours who was in NIT Trichy, right, yeah. Brahadish, and I yeah, know he's he my posted, classmate, yeah, 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 and he posted a story on Instagram. uh where a dog came into his room and slept on his roommate's bed automatically, and he noticed it after he woke up. After Brahadish woke up. Not about bed. A dog used to chill in my room also. Like we used to feed it. Like from mess, we used to sneak in uh, rotis and all, and we used to on the way we used to feed the dogs. That's and right. there was this two two very friendly dogs, and one of them, I think, when it was about to give birth, it used to like find a safe spot in my room. And mm-hmm. we had exams that time, so classes were also stopped. So I used to study in the morning. It used to come and chill under my bed. Like I used to give it water and used to sleep under my bed for like three four hours. Huh. So yeah, nice. like so we I, almost tamed them, and then the new puppies and all. Like we were quite worried about them. What will happen during COVID? Because <laughs> no one's there to take care. But we literally so almost raised those dogs. Almost. But that's them. so sweet, dude. That's like it's a yeah, yeah, it's an it's, experience it's of its own, right? And yeah. what makes it more interesting is dogs are not allowed in the hostel. So we used to distract <laughs> the guards to try and sneak the dogs in, right? so like uh the crime was like it was basically crime because there was huge fines if animals are found in rooms but it was still fun like that yeah. added more fun to it coming from muskat because muskat is a it's less of a like a village place at least from where we all grew right and uh, more of a town almost a city yeah. i can say at least at least mm. in the particular space that we we studied in the school developing yeah. developing town yeah. developing town yeah yeah sure. and 
the transition yeah. you going to that place right would you say yeah. that village sort of vibe or the forest sort of vibe is something that you could was i don't know how to put it in words but it, was it something yeah, you were it like did, oh, it did good for me it did good for me yeah uh, did, that's what i said if it? you put were you prepared for it there was nothing to prepare for i would have to be more prepared had i been going to a college which was closer to the city because the distractions would be more and i would have yeah. to interact with a lot of people people as in uh, the locals and other people living in the city non student population which i don't have to now and that is like this has been good for me and that is one thing i have not experienced so my next step i think would be somewhere closer to the city where i okay. do get to live the city life as well i want to expose myself to that as so you would, so you so i could say that you would recommend anyone to uh, come to nid trichy over the other branches yeah unless it is still a big step uh, going to college especially if you are have no je preparation beforehand mm-hmm. yeah um it is a huge step so i think nit trichy was in that way didn't pose those challenges of interacting with non student population and the city life in that way it's a it's anyways a huge step but this is a still smaller step compared to i think what abhinav had or other people few friends who i know in chennai yeah comparatively a smaller step i think um, like now that um like coming like we were just talking a while back about oman and being still being a developing town and Oman being a very developing country still, and it's people are slowly being aware of what kind of a country Oman is because yeah. uh, I think growing up it's been so hard for us to identify ourselves being from such a different country and trying to at the same time being identified as an Indian because uh, you are trying to you are you have you are having a conflict of choices here because you can yeah. you can neither assimilate into either culture. completely we have not completely assimilated into either culture because yeah. even in bcom we are doing it for oman now yeah it's not been there was a huge dilemma when seniors and all ask you to introduce yourself yeah. and when the question comes to where you are from i'm confused whether i should say maharashtra or should i say muskat or should i say oman or somewhere near dubai like dubai. most of the people don't even know where oman is yeah, what, what was your answer what was your answer it is very mixed depending like i try and judge the people judge as in the like, knowledge and, of the person <laughs> yeah i try to see if they would they would know but i've said muskat most of the times few people right. have come back and asked me like where is muskat and then i've had to give them a rough idea of where it was yeah yeah so i want to ask we... you something i think uh, sorry, i wanted to ask you something and this now that before it slipped my mind growing up in ism i think i've seen you the entire we have seen each other the entire time and uh, uh, i think I, i wish i asked this sooner what do you think really worked uh, what do you think actually ben- what benefited you was the soft skills that we gained not exactly the grades that we achieved but was the soft mm-hmm. skill that we gained and how to deal with growing up in a pan indian experience uh, we were able to deal with different cultures at the same time what do you think i'm very curious with your opinion over here what do you think should have been better like there are so many different things that we wish were better but then what do you think i should um, have done much better and we were completely lacking in that i think the only thing is competition i feel like it is nothing that can be blamed on ism yeah. uh, 
I mean, they, it's, it's not like you can blame the uh, school for not having competition. It's just the fact that you're living as an expat in a country where not a lot of people prefer coming. Like, for right. a person who's never heard of the country, unless it's absolutely necessary, I don't think people are going to choose it. But uh, coming back to the point, I think one last question before we wrap up the podcast. Yeah. What, is, what is one takeaway you would give to the ISM students or the students from Oman or students coming to NIT or students taking mechanical engineering, one uh, advice, one piece of advice you would like to give generalizing to all stu- juniors coming to college. Yeah. To anyone who might listen to this uh, and is looking to choose a college, I would right. say it's a, uh, it's, it's a very decent choice. Uh, NIT, Trichy or anywhere in India for that matter. And the reason uh, I think Abhinav and I have talked about it, why we chose India when for me, like thankfully financial thing wasn't an issue. Uh, and I had the option of uh, going abroad uh, for undergrad as well. But I chose India consciously because I felt it would be much lesser cultural shock compared to if you went abroad. I think Fuzzle would uh, know more about this. Um, but um, I feel it's it's a good step and the Indian system of education puts you through a lot. Uh, not necessary things that you appreciate at when you're studying, but things you will appreciate later uh, in terms of competition. And, you know, when you've gone through hell, you can handle most of the things. Uh, <laughs> that was one reason why I chose India. And I don't think colleges matter as much. It's I feel the non-education part, like stuff like the professor's qualifications and facilities that decide ranking. So it doesn't matter which college, but if you want to choose and want to live through an experience which will prepare you for life, India is a very good choice. Right. This is mostly yeah. addressed to the NRAs. I think yeah. uh, one more. Yeah, this one is more mainly for them, be, yes. <laughs> one more takeaway would be, I think a pedigree is always important. Like, a pedigree from a very good college, right? Now that you're doing it in NIT, Trichy, I'm doing it in SFL Delhi, there's always that pedigree that I was able to um, benefit from because of the crowd. Like, uh, the crowd is competitive that you mentioned, but if you went to a slightly inferior college, slightly you would have, owing to different uh, distractions, you could have made the it would have been a slightly different choice. But I think... Uh, yeah. A pedigree is always going to be a big game changer. Like if you do it in the right NIT, you're going to make it big. The people you meet, the the connections that you make. Yeah. Yeah. So in that sense, I think uh, I would, my opinion would be slightly different with trying to say yes, a good city. Obviously, if you go to a reputed college with a reputed name, the networking that you're going to have even later on after leaving the college is going to matter a lot. If you're going for a college, obviously prefer NITs. And that doesn't have to be the top one. You can go for a little lower one and I don't see any difference in the... I have compared with my friends in Surat. Yeah, I have compared with my friends in Surat, the same department, same uh, course, yeah. uh, the course, like the teaching wise, there's not much of a difference. And 
Yeah. So the idea is always that you have to improve as a personality, but it's not the institute. And I think we had this sort of conversation with few other guests as well. Uh, and one of the guests also told us that institute or school is a tool. Use it as a tool and get whatever you want to achieve. Do that. Correct. So, yeah, so going into an institute doesn't guarantee a good future. Absolutely. So yeah. it's about right. what you make of it. Yeah. But uh, again, thank you, uh, Pranav, for joining the podcast, and thank you yeah. for coming, uh, yeah. and thank you for sharing such great thoughts, great insights. And I think yeah, I never knew so much about NIT really as nice. I yeah I never knew so much about mm-hmm. NIT at all as much as I learned in the last forty five fifty minutes. So yeah, thank thank you for coming again. Thanks. Yeah, thanks it was it was a pleasure. That was a pleasure. Yeah. I want to thank you because uh, I think there was there was this question which I felt um, was required to be addressed without me asking, and you addressed it. This was something I want to thank you in particular. Where you mentioned um, why we chose India as an undergrad location. Right, right. Uh, perhaps we could have another episode with Hatham or something mm-hmm. over this, but that requires a whole big that debate altogether. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So we look. We are looking forward both, to that. Both the things, both the things offer different things, and it depends on what state of mind you are in. Yeah. For me, I felt India would be the right choice. Right. For sure. Yeah. That's good. Right. But thank you, thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you for coming, and uh, everyone's watching. Thank you if you made it till the end. Thank you for watching the yeah. video. Thank you for hearing the podcast, and yeah. we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. With the next. Yeah.